Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be why women lose interest. Well, I've got three emails. The first two are from guys who are making some fairly obvious mistakes. And so obviously I want you all, you guys to kind of go through it with me and see if you can see where they're going wrong. Because the idea is by doing these newsletters, I want you to be able to take the things you learn in my book, How to Be a 3% Man, and not only learn it, but become good at it and help yourself and fix, the own, fix your own problems or issues or things that you're struggling with, but also to help the people around you. Because at the end of the day, I'm one dude. I can't, I can't help everybody. I can't coach everybody. I can't talk to everybody. And so the goal is to make all of us better, to make society better. And so the final one, which is interesting, is actually from a woman. And what you get to see from her perspective is she started out having kind of an open relationship, sex playmate type relationship with this guy who apparently is an avid follower of my work. And it's really interesting how she figured out that he's an avid follower of my work. And now she wants something more serious. So what you're going to see is two guys pushing a little too hard over pursuing a little bit, over texting in some cases, not displaying confidence and masculinity and mystery and how it turns these two women off that they're involved with. And then the last one you're going to see from a woman's perspective of how when you actually apply what's in the book, How to Be a 3% Man, which you can read for free at understandingrelationships.com by subscribing to the email newsletter, what you'll see is how it causes her to want more from you. Because remember, feminine energy is all about bonding, connecting, opening up to receive love, dating, relationships, commitments, those type of things. And the man is supposed to focus on his mission and his purpose in life and just be awesome and create a great life. Because when you create a great life, you're going to encounter women in the process of living your life that might want to come and play in your little kingdom. So with that said, I got a quote that I wrote, and then we're going to jump right into the first guy's email. So the quote says, Women love men that are sure of themselves and that demonstrate their high value with confidence, playfulness, charm, humility, self-deprecating humor, and mystery. So that statement there, when I go for these first two emails, I want you, as I read these things, I want you to go, does it sound like these guys are displaying that or the opposite? Women loathe men who question themselves, who shrink from challenges, and who constantly seek approval, attention, and validation from women. That's another statement you want to look at. Uh, these guys feel confident, they sound confident, or are they looking for approval and validation from the woman? If you don't trust in yourself, women will never feel safe and comfortable enough to trust in you and your leadership ability to the point that they will willingly and enthusiastically submit to you emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and physically. What we're looking for is a woman who really wants to get on your fun bus. And the reality is most guys don't know any better when they start dating a woman they really like. They're begging and pleading with them to get on the fun bus. And obviously the women don't seem to want to get on it. So with that said, let's go through the first guy's email. He says, hi, Corey, longtime listener. I've read the book seven times and I use the videos as a reminder. I know you have a great take on these situations and I'm looking for guidance. I'm 57 
the girl I'm dating or was dating is 51 years old. I work and she is retired. She sold a dot-com business a few years ago. So she's independently wealthy. So she's not going to be in a rush. She has choices and options, obviously. So he says, high level, Tinder date. Prior to the first date, back and forth texting because there was a two-week wait to meet because we were are both busy. Pictures did not match the profile, but she is cute. I noticed that this tends to happen more as you get older or as the women that you date become older, especially if you're meeting online. I had a, I had a buddy of mine that sent me a picture of a girl that he met, and you could tell that there's some kind of filter she used on it to make herself look younger, and obviously she looked way older in person. I've noticed that as well. You'll see that, especially women are around, it seems like early 30s, they start using these filters and make themselves look younger. They have glasses and little hearts and all these other ridiculous things. I, at least I think they're ridiculous. Girls think they're cute, but it's like they they obviously figure, hey, once you get together in person, you'll really fall in love with their personality, which is interesting because us guys tend to be more visually focused, whereas women tend to be more focused on the connection and how they feel as opposed to physical attraction. So he says, first date, immediate physical attraction, lots of kissing, heavy petting, hand-holding, innuendos. I planned three stops in one date from the book, and she loved it. Notice what, what she's about to say. During the evening, she said it was her best date ever. Interesting. Best date ever. Hang on, have fun, hook up. The simple formula from the book. Thanks, the book made the difference. At the third stop, we danced and drank, and we were leaving. She got mad when she saw the bar bill and said, I drank too much. I was those little elves. It wasn't me. So here she's tweaking his balls a little bit. So what you'll notice later on in the email is he obviously gets a little defensive about this. You always want to have a better comeback. If it doesn't bother you, it's not going to bother her. It's like, I didn't order those drinks. Those are yours. You drank those. I didn't drink those. She walked off into the sunset, although there is chemistry, things happen. So notice what he says. As the book would say, three, four, five days later, you're going to get in touch with her. Remember, it took two weeks just to get together for the first date. So he says, I sent her a text the next day wishing her well, politely. Remember, mystery, women, it's a scientific fact that women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear. And I get a lot of shit about it, but at the end of the day, women like you more if they wonder whether or not you are into them. And so he's texting her the next day already, which is, remember, he said he's read the book several times and he watches the videos to fine tune things, but obviously we can tell here from that statement he's not really following it wishing her well politely she responded immediately and said she was upset then but not now she said one mistake in a perfect evening won't stop her from seeing me again don't bring it up again she said i agreed so obviously now you're seeking her approval you're apologizing for drinking too much. Instead of if when it happened, if you'd have joked around and been silly about it, like it was not a big deal, I think there was a hole in my glass. 
Maybe it's just because we were having so much fun. Well, we would run all over town all fucking night. I burned all those calories off. I had to maintain my buzz to keep up with you. But instead, he got a little butthurt and upset, and he calls her the next day because he's feeling bad. He's feeling, uh-oh, I did it fucked up. She thinks I drank too much. Let me call and apologize and smooth it over and be extra nice. That's where he went wrong. And that deserves a, come on, man, you ain't following the book. And if you're inclined to have one of these nice mugs or the 3% Club or No Drama Allowed, teespring.com, T-E-E-S-P-R-A-N-G.com. Once you get there, just search for Coach Corey Wayne and you'll find it. I'm sure a few people will bitch in the comments, oh, stop selling things. I don't come here to watch a commercial. I want information. Got to pay the bills, dude. And besides, these are the ones you guys all ask for. She sent me text messages every morning since the first date, and we talked on the phone once, 80-20. What is the phone for? Setting dates. So he's already kind of treating this girl like his girlfriend, talking more than he should, because, again, he's worried that she's not going to like him because he drank too much. So already he's questioning himself. He's not sure of himself. Remember the quote that I read in the beginning of the video? It's not looking good. If you don't trust in yourself, how is she going to trust in your leadership, Billy? Remember, she's a obviously is independently wealthy. She's retired, sold a dot com, and you're working for somebody else, and you're seeking her approval. Back and forth for a couple days, Playful started to make the second date, of which she was all in. Well, you should have made the second date right away, but you shouldn't have reached out the next day to apologize for drinking too much. Because, I mean, that's right after your first date. So you're basically saying, hey, I just want you to know I'm not drinking. I don't drink too much. So, I mean, at her age 51, she's probably dated, gone out with guys that have drank too much. Maybe she's got a bad experience with that. And now, especially if she got so upset about that, obviously there's a reason. Maybe she had an alcoholic parent or family member or a guy she dated and now you're reminding her of that. Instead of joking around and laughing about it like it wasn't a big deal, you made it a big deal. And since you made it a big deal, now she thinks, mm, maybe this guy's got a problem. And I don't want to go through all that I went through again. The next morning, she made a commitment to call me at 10.30 a.m. to let me know a specific day this weekend. I did not get a call or a text. Sometimes women will do this on purpose. They'll I'll call you tomorrow, or I'll give you a buzz over the weekend, or I'll text you on Monday, and they don't do it. Remember, dating's like a game of tennis. You also want to see, is a woman going to do what she actually says she's going to do? Does she have integrity? And so, how does he handle that? He says, I sent her a text, hi, that night to gauge attraction. Now, why is he trying to gauge her attraction by sending a text when she told him, I will get in touch with you at 1030? Because he's thinking, I fucked it up. Now, why would he think he's fucked it up because he doubts himself he doesn't believe in himself he doesn't believe in his own worth i'm saying that because of what i see here in his texting he's seeking her approval he's begging for her attention so he's just trying to find out where he stands that's not masculine at all that's not communicating that you're sure of yourself at all that's communicating that you're needy and you're insecure remember this woman's retired she probably made millions from her dot com she don't need you for money or anything else. She wants you to be secure in yourself. She doesn't want you losing your shit because she broke your balls about drinking too much. No response. Two days later, I sent her a text. 
Hey, it looks like this weekend is up in the air. Call me when you are available. No response. Two days later, I sent another text to check on her. Usually she responded to my messages. This time she responded immediately. Said she wants to see me, but has family issues. Dad sounds terminal. Daughter's coming home? Question mark, question mark. Right. He's treating her like it's her, they're in a relationship, and all he did was go out on one date and hold hands and have a little bit of kissy-poo. 10 to 15 times, bro. You got to practice this because when you meet a girl you really like and you have chemistry with and you fuck up like this, it's like you revert right back to the old behavior and you get blown off for the same reasons as all those other girls that you really liked blew you off. Bad, bad, bad way to go, my friend. But, I, you know, obviously if you read the book, I used to do the same thing. I found out the hard way. So some guys are a little thick-headed. They got to learn the hard way. You got to get burned a few times. I'm thinking about using the no contact rule and go about my business. If she reached out, then good. Well, you kind of already, it's like you're, you've already driven off the bridge and as you're going plummeting down to the ravine, you're like, oh, wow, I guess that bridge out ahead sign really was legit. I'll make sure to follow those in the future. But by that point, it's, it's already fucked. I wonder if she's thinking I will figure it out and she is detaching. The chemistry seemed real. Well, it was until you talked her out of liking you. I'm not sure if the communication stop is a drop in her interest level or she is testing me. Come on, man. That's my story. I really like this one. It took me a while to find chemistry on a date. That's what I'm talking about. This is why you prepare. If you were focused on your mission and purpose, like I talk about extensively in Mastering Yourself with my second book, which you can also read for free at understandingrelationships.com, you wouldn't be worried about this girl. You would have waited three, four, five days, maybe the next week, and then gotten in touch with her. And if you'd have waited, she might have reached out to you first. But since you were seeking your approval and begging for attention because you really liked her, you thought if you're going to be extra nice to her, she'll like you more. But what you did was you acted weak, you acted unsure of yourself, and you, you were seeking your approval, and you communicated that you basically didn't think you had much to offer, and your actions reflected that. And obviously she got turned off. So I would let it be. Don't call or text her at all. Let her reach out to you, then mate the next date. You violate the principles, you're going to get ghosted. And that looks like, for the most part, that's what's happened. Now she's giving some excuses. They kind of sound like they could be legit. But she was kind of, you were all over each other on the date. So let's go through the second email. Hi, Coach Corey. While your video sessions and book are great, I've read the book once. 10 to 15 times, my friend. Otherwise, you'll end up being like the first guy. So huge thanks. I'm not expecting a response to my email or it being discussed in your newsletter, but I thought I'd share my mega disastrous year with you for a bit of interest. I'm based in the UK, and in a nutshell, it's been a perfect storm of all the things you teach not to do. These are the kinds of, when you experience pain, that's the kind of thing that makes you go, holy shit, I don't want to experience that again. I became involved with a new girl at work last year after some heavy chasing from her. We were both in relationships. She was obviously unhappy at the time with hers. And regretfully, I cheated 
I got caught up in Skype work communications, LinkedIn chats, and arranging meetups in secret. Come on, man. If you're not happy, you got to have the balls to tell the girl that you're with that you're not happy and that you don't want to be in a relationship anymore and that you want it to end and you move on with your life. It's not fair to her or to you to try to line something up on the side. See, here's what most people do. They don't like being single. The thought of being single and not having somebody sucks to the average person. They think about all the dates you're going to go on that aren't going to go anywhere, all the phone numbers you're going to get that turn into nothing, all the girls that you go out with for a couple months and then you find out that they're really not what you thought they were and until you find somebody you really jive with. And that's understandable. But what a lot of people do is they figure, I won't leave my current relationship until I line up somebody better. That is just a low integrity way to go about things. I do not condone or endorse that at all. It's just a shitty way to be. You reap what you sow. You're you're putting karma into the universe that you're going to get burned. And you'll see he's going to get fucking burned in the end of this. And he deserves what he gets. He says, my interest level at first was low, but she became hotter by the day and I gradually became infatuated. That's what happens when you don't have emotional self-control and you don't know the fundamentals in the book. She was different, forthcoming with talk about sex and cheating from the outset. So she's a liar and a cheater as well. Sex never happened. After all that, no bumping uglies? You didn't get to beat up her pelvis? But many nights of heavy kissing into the early hours in multiple bars in my city. I was caught up in the excitement and possibilities, but was also fearful and suffered from huge guilt. She dumped her boyfriend over Christmas in January and became torturous for me as I didn't know what to do. I ended up finishing my relationship in early February. At least you did that right. So good on you for that. And about a week later, she returned to her ex. My neediness had become apparent. There were red flags all over the place. She even admitted she was manipulative and I ignored it. I'm going to be different. I'm such a great guy. She's going to see how awesome I am and just going to become the perfect fantasy of a woman that I want. That manipulative con, that comment, ah, that's, that's who she was in the past. Now that she's with yours truly... Things are going to be great. It's going to be swell. Trust me. Look at the ways we bullshit ourselves. Remember, we make our decisions based on emotion and we use logic and reason to justify it. But it feels so good. Over the next months, she took a bit of time off work, a two-week trip of a lifetime, holiday paid for by her boyfriend, to which she texted me every moment were the time difference allowed and sent me pics of herself and a month's unpaid leave to Australia to see family by herself where in contrast she contacted me once. Obviously she wasn't that into it. Interest from her and I guess she was with her boyfriend. Interest from so whatever she wasn't getting from her boyfriend she was getting that from you. If the sex was great with her boyfriend but there was no emotional or mental conversations going on or connection going on, she was getting that from you. That's what weak and insecure people do. They just find somebody to fill that need instead of 
I mean, wrecking your life in essence, wrecking your personal life. And it's understandable you got marriage and kids involved, but how is that healthy for kids? How is that good for your spouse, your significant other, or the person you live with to live a lie? I mean, do you really want to get busted cheating? That's just not a good way to go. Interest from her started to dissipate, but my feelings were still strong. While I was dating other women, she would say things like she was jealous of things going well and if only things had been different, etc. However, she recently broke it off with her boyfriend again and I allowed her to stay at my apartment for a bit. But then she started to see another guy in my office and our friendship, as he put it, went downhill from my part as I felt the only way for me to deal with this is to blankly ignore her which has now been the case for the past two months. Oh, you even let her live with you. Oof. I know he feels like a chump. I know I would if I was in that situation. She came and lived with you and nothing was going... Meanwhile, she's living with you and you're helping her out. So you became the gay male girlfriend instead of her lover. Bad, bad way to go. But it gets better. We're not done yet. There's more to the story. This part, this is the part that I find the hardest as it's not my natural default as I'm usually really personal, but it's fairly destroying to see her pull the same tactics on another colleague, seeing her Skyping and flirting with him all day long. And who has now dropped his girlfriend for her. Wow, there's a cheating triangle in the office. I think you should go to teespring.com and get yourself one of those no drama allowed mugs, my friend. Because if you would have, and you understand the meaning behind that, you would never get involved. I think you're cute, and I like you, and I enjoy chatting with you at work, but you got a boyfriend, and if it doesn't work out, get in touch with me someday. I, I, it's just not appropriate for us to talk while you have a boyfriend. Sorry. Gotta, somebody's got to hold us accountable. I feel I've been puppeteered, although after, well, you did it to yourself, brother. Although after some stress and health problems this has caused, I've started to bounce back a bit. Good for you. But still have the awkwardness of the workplace. She still dominates my thoughts, and I know she should, shouldn't. Well, obviously, you developed some chemistry and emotional attachment. Remember, rejection breeds obsession, and now that you're working with the dude that she's now with, who is... Maybe, hopefully, at least he's, he's giving her the meat missile, the pork sword, having a good life. Maybe he's doing better than you were. But you know what? She's his problem now. Flirt with the other girls in the office and try to meet and date as many women as you can. Because eventually, you will meet somebody that you really like. And if you're honest with yourself, remember, when you first met her, you were like, eh, not really that into her. But she became more attractive over time. So the reality is you, you fell for a chick that you really weren't that into. Partly because she wasn't available. Remember, we tend to want what we can't have. So with that said, let's go through the last email who is from a really cute girl. She was nice enough to send me a picture. I wonder why she would do that. Hey, Coach Corey. As a woman, I can really appreciate your work. I know most of your advice is for guys, but I'm hoping your experience can shed some light for a gal. Some history about me. I'm a 26-year-old woman. 
I've included a pic below. Ding! I'm the blonde who's recently divorced and I have a six-year-old daughter. My ex-husband and I were high school sweethearts and began dating when we were only 15. We had our daughter when I was 20 and married a year later, but the marriage was fraught with problems, constant arguing and bickering. Well, that doesn't sound like much fun. Men who understand women don't argue with them. But you guys were young. It happens. The marriage only lasted 16 months, but I was still deeply in love with him. A month or so after the divorce, I was having a girls' night out at a local club when I met an amazing man whom would become my playmate, lol. In other words, no strings attached sex. Sex playmate, friends with benefits, open relationship, whatever you want to call it. He actually, now listen to this. He actually approached me on the dance floor and had such an air of confidence about him that he transfixed me. He's 36, an Air Force vet, holds down a great job, and is an aspiring actor and writer. We went on to become the proverbial friends with benefits and have a more or less no-strings-attached relationship. Hang out, have fun, hook up. We both preferred it that way since I was still very much emotionally hung up on my ex. He sounds, you're, this friends with benefits dude sounds like a smart guy. Wonder where he learned all this stuff from. Trouble is, I was still seeing my ex on and off, but Bob, his name's not really Bob, but we'll call him Bob, seemed totally cool with it and understood that me and him weren't anything official. He likes her. She likes him. No attachments. What is a man's job in the courtship? To create an opportunity for sex to happen. The woman's job, the relationship stuff, that's all her. That's on her. Remember, she's still involved with the ex. So he can't really be together with her. So you can see kind of a contrast here. Even though she was, they were supposedly divorced, she was still hooking up with him. I mean... That was her first love since 15. You can understand it took a while for her to get away. During one weekend we spent together, I kind of roamed through his phone. Bad, I know, you're a naughty girl. And that's when I found that he had your audiobook on his Kindle app. It's not my fault. I had nothing to do with this. I'm a victim of circumstance. I was intrigued and decided to do some digging. On YouTube, I went through Bob's view history, and it turned out he watches your videos a lot. Smart guy, lol. Well, that and a bunch of comic book related stuff, since that is his other great love, it seems. I downloaded your book and have read it once. Smart girl. Look at this handsome face. Who could resist that? Mr. Wayne, as a woman, I can say you truly get it. It seems my lover is a very student, serious student of yours. Well, smart guys are. I can't tell you how many times he's actually texted me to, <laughs> to bring over a bottle of wine in order to make dinner together after I have contacted him. Hang out, have fun, hook up, keep it simple. Because reality is she's... If you want to have something, it, she's got to be single, 
willing, able, and open to having a relationship. She's in the process, she's divorced, but she's still hooking up with the ex, and he's a realist. He sees the situation as it is, and obviously her being really cute, what guy wouldn't enjoy that? And she seems like a cool gal. Plus, she likes my work, so she's got to be cool. Women that like my work, they got to be cool. If Bob is as a serious student of yours as I think he is, then I may owe my relationship all to you. I'm sure the check's in the mail. Donations are always appreciated. You can go to understandingrelationships.com and hit the donate button. Another shameless plug there. I'm a capitalist. But here's my problem. Over the course of the last few months, I have been developing serious feelings for my fuck buddy. I'm shocked, shocked, I tell you. This is why I teach guys that focus on hanging out and having fun and hooking up. It's gotta be the woman's idea for a relationship. If you notice the first two guys, what are they focused on? Acting like a woman. Where did it get them? Ghosted. I have finally gotten over my emotional attachment to my ex. And furthermore, he has relocated outside of the U.S., leaving me with sole custody of our daughter. I want to pursue an actual relationship with Bob, but I don't know if he has the same feelings. Well, you being the woman, say, tell him that. Well, I mean, obviously, if he's a serious student, he's probably watching this going... Holy shit, coach, that's, that's me, man. So tell him. If he hasn't watched this video, tell him what the fuck. But if he is watching this video, just tell him. Say, you know, I developed feelings for you, and I'd like to be a little more serious if you're open to it. Just be, just let him know. See what he says. Maybe he's cool just playing the field. He is an Air Force guy, so... Those Air Force guys, they kind of, they like to, they like their time alone in the wilderness. I've tried to bring it up a few times, but he always finds a way to change the subject. My question to you is how should I approach this? I don't want to be pushy and risk scaring him off and getting rejected. Furthermore, if we do get together, I'm afraid of what his family will think of me since it was hinted that they don't take kindly to their kids getting together with people who aren't Hispanic. I'm white, as you can see. Yep, you're kind of pasty white like me. Bob isn't the type to care what other people think about him or his relationships, but I'm still concerned. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Well, in this particular case, I would just tell him that you'd like to be a little more serious, but you're concerned about the family because they don't like anybody that's not Hispanic. It's like, that sounds a little racist to me, but it is what it is. Fuck them. Fuck them if they can't take a joke. But so you got to think about it. You got a six year old. Do you really say you got together with this guy and had a relationship? Do you really want his family giving you the stink eye and not being very nice to your six year old daughter? I mean, that would that'd be a good reason to fucking punch him in the face if it was me. If, if it was my daughter and I was dating a girl and their family didn't like, you know, I'd probably have to kick some ass. But my family is kind of a mixed family. We got 
you know, we've, we've got all kinds of different races in our family. So it's like, you know, it is what it is, but some people, they don't like that. And, you know, I understand that it's, that's the real world. Those things happen. So with that said, if it's not positive or if he's like, well, I don't know, just say, well, you know what? Coach Corey Wayne invited me and my really cute girlfriend who, the girl in the red dress, pretty cute. She's pretty pasty white. Say, we're thinking about going down to South Florida and visiting Coach Wayne so we can work on our suntans. But unless you wouldn't like that because you want us to be exclusive, then I definitely won't go down and work on my suntan with Coach Corey Wayne. So... You can use that as a prod, prod them a little bit. But I think it's cool. I think it's great. But like I said, you, you got some things to consider there. So you're definitely going to need to have a conversation about his family if they're – because the last thing you want to do is get involved in a relationship where they're not going to like your daughter because you're both pasty weight. I mean, it is what it is. Those, unfortunately, these things we have to deal with in the real world. Not everybody is as spiritually advanced – or racially mixed like my family is. But, hey, you know what? Like Mick Jagger said, fuck them up. They can't take a joke. So with that said, if you're in a situation or a challenge similar to any of these situations and you're not sure what to do and you don't want to screw things up, don't wait until it's too late. Go to understandingrelationships.com. Click the products tab at the top of your screen on any page. And book a coaching session with yours truly. Until then, I will talk to you soon. (laughs) 